Hello and welcome my fellow car enthusiasts to the Indie Autopod. My name is Brandon Bilby and I am your guys' host. Uh, first off, I wanted to say Merry Christmas to everybody. Hope everybody had a good one. Um, hope you guys got the car parts you wanted. I know I got some drilled and slotted brakes for my ATS that I look forward on putting on my car. Um, we actually got a pretty good episode today. Since it's wrapping up towards the end of the year, I kind of wanted to go over the newer cars that have came out in 2021. And uh, I actually have a few shout outs from either people that have commented on the Facebook posts or people that have DM'd me, given me advice and, you know, sort of helping me out along starting this journey. So thank you guys very much. I do appreciate it. Um, so I have a list in front of me right now of 13 cars that have came out in 2021 that I think are rather good cars. Uh, there's a ha- there's a pretty good mix between American, European, Japanese. Uh, I mean, you got your four cylinders, you got your six cylinders, you got your V8, you got your electric cars in this as well. Um, you know, I know a lot of people aren't really fans of electric cars, but let's all be honest. It is going to be the future of cars um and don't get me wrong nothing sounds better than a screaming v8 with a supercharger or an inline six with a turbo on it but electric cars they've been building more power they've been putting more range on them to where they will be the future of cars and i think that it is going to be yeah it is going to be the future pretty much um so let's go ahead and get started So the first car that I have on my list are the new BMW M3s and M4s. Now these are rather good cars. There's not really much change from them other than pretty much a facelift. Uh, In my opinion on them, they've got a bigger facelift than half the people in Hollywood right now. Um, But they still look rather good. Uh, They both have three liter twin turbo inline sixes. Uh, They push 473 horsepower as the base Um, or you can upgrade to the competition package which has 503 horsepower Um, the good thing about these cars is that the base model you can get in a manual Uh, now you can't get the competition in a manual but the competition package is all-wheel drive and it also has a rear-wheel drive option with it as well so for all my BMW guys you know, if you want to still roast the tires going drifting or whatever, you guys can still do that in these cars. Um, they go 0 to 60 in 4.1 seconds, which I think is is pretty decent for how big they are. Because usually M3s and M4s are rather big cars. Um, but the competition package comes zero goes 0 to 60 in 3.6 seconds. So that's a little bit better. Um, but, you know, it's no... It's no GTR. It's no, you know, it's no Hellcat to me. And it's, don't get me wrong, it's a rather good car, but I think it's just basically what we've been getting a lot recently from BMW. Um, But I think what they did with the competition package, you know, with 500 plus horsepower, all-wheel drive with a rear-wheel drive package on it as well, you know, I think that that is going pretty well for them. Um, especially putting the manual on the base too. Uh, you know, we have to save the manuals, you know. 
So the second one on my list, I know a lot of you JDM guys are going to love this one, the Nissan 400Z. Now these are pretty good cars. They not they have not came out yet, I don't think. I think they're supposed to come out late or early in 2022. Um but these are going to be good cars. They're rear-wheel drive. They have twin-turbo V6s in them. Uh, they are saying that they're going to be pushing only about 300 horsepower. But I'm kind of hoping they do around 400 just for the name. You know, 400Z, it would make more sense to have a 400 horsepower Z than a 300 with it. Um, that's really all I got on that one. Whenever it, it has a really nice design to it. It... It reminds me of the older 350s, and I like that. Um, but other than the styling and the twin turbo V6, there's not really much about this car that I really know. Um, the third car I have on this list, it's kind of one of the bottom end cars on here. It is the new Alfa Romeo GTV. Uh, so it's an electric car. Um, it's pushing about 503 horsepower which is a pretty good for an electric car. Uh, the only downside of it is it only has a 30 mile range. So the only time you're really gonna be driving it is either when you're in town, you know, you're going five miles to the gas station or not the gas station, but <laughs> yeah, the gas station would be perfect for an electric car, you know? But if you're going five miles to like the grocery store or, you know, going to pick up the kids from soccer practice it's a four it's a four-door car so it's still going to be pretty nice um but other than that i mean i think i feel like you'd have to put it on a trailer um if you're going to take it to a track considering it only has that 30 mile range on it um number four personally one of my favorites on this list uh i have the audi rs6 avant wagon they finally gave the wagon to us. They finally gave the Avant to us too, which is amazing. You know, they've had those in Europe for, I don't even know how long, for such a long time, but never brought them in the US. But they finally brought one to us and it actually is rather good. Um, it is a twin turbo V8 pushing 591 horsepower, which is, you know, it's a, that's amazing. You know, that is amazing for a wagon. You know, I I remember the first wagon we really got that was rather good was the CTSV wagon, um, which I honestly wish they would have brought that back, but they're just not a big market for those in the US um, like it is in Europe. So this thing, it goes zero to 60 in three and a half seconds. Uh, which for a wagon since it's rather heavier that's really good for for the type of vehicle it is um you know it's got plenty of space you know you can you can pick up your kids from soccer practice put all their gear in the back and still go 180 mile an hour down the road <laughs> um it's got rear wheel steering which is it's pretty cool so that'll help with handling um, the only problem with this car is it is a pretty penny. It's about $109,000. So, you know, if you're making six figures a year, yeah, go for it. But it's not really, it's not really as good for us that don't make that much money. Um, 
the next one I have the list, number five on my list, uh, is one of the smaller cars. It is the Mini Cooper John Works Edition. So these ones are going to be rather rare in the U.S. There's only going to be 500 of them in the U.S. right now. Uh, it comes with a two. It comes with a two-liter turbo, uh, and it's front-wheel drive. Um, a cool thing about this is that it's a Mini Cooper, but it's a two-seater. So they took out the rear seats. They put a big red bar behind it for, you know, because it's a race car. Um, you know, and it's got some pretty good. It's got some pretty good stopping power to it too. It has 14-inch brakes, which are enormous i want to say the new corvette only has about i want to say it only has about a 12 and a half inch break so i mean if you want two domino's pizzas two medium domino's pizzas stopping your car the mini cooper john works is definitely the way to go with their braking system um so number six on my list number six is another audi uh and it's also another electric car it is the Audi e-tron GT. Now these things are pretty cool. Uh, they're a little bit expensive as well, which what I've seen is all Audis, especially their supercars. Um, anything sporty from Audi is gonna be rather expensive. This car is about $100,000. Um, it is electric. It has about 590 horsepower. And it's got an electric engine on each axle, which I think is pretty cool. That's going to help with stability. Um, that's also going to help with putting power to the wheels. Um, it gets about 249 miles per charge, which is which is rather decent. You know, it's no Tesla, but it still gets a pretty decent amount. It's a lot better than the Alfa Romeo GTV we talked about earlier. Um, and it charges up to about 80% in 20 minutes, which is very, very fast. I know, especially if you look at, if you go downtown in Carmel, or if you go anywhere that has these Tesla chargers in them, it takes about an hour for them to get to full charge. So 80% in 20 minutes is pretty good. Um, the number seven on my list, number seven is kind of a... It's not a familiar car to a lot of people. It is the Lucid Air. And to me, that that name sounds like something that's trying to compete with Apple and Microsoft for, you know, a tablet. Um, but it's still, it's a pretty good, it's a rather good car. Um, the only reason why I say this is a rather good car is because... The guys who make the engine for this also makes the engine for the Formula E cars. Um, so they're going to be getting some really good power to them. And they also are going to be pretty decent on the charge as well. Um, they have up to a thousand horsepower as an option on the loose air, which is absolutely ridiculous. Um, they have other packages as well they have anywhere from 400 to 600 to 800 and then they have the thousand so you have four different options for that car so depending on how fast you want to go is you can actually you you can actually buy the car you want um so number eight on my list is personally is my favorite on the list just because you guys know me with my cadillac so i have to i have to rep the cadillacs this one I've been most excited about throughout the entire list. 
It is the new Cadillac CT5V Blackwing. Now this thing is ridiculous and it doesn't have a bad price tag for what you're getting out of it. So the price tag for it's about 85 grand, which like I said, it's not really, it's not, it's a little high, but I feel like with what you're getting in that, you're getting a lot for it. It comes with a 6.2 liter V8 pushing 650 horsepower, which is just ridiculous, especially in the muscle cars you get nowadays. That's still, that's still a pretty good amount. Um, you can get this in two options. You can either get this in a manual or a 10 speed auto. Uh, personally, if I'm doing something like drag, I would go for the 10 speed auto just because you can't really shift faster than a computer. But if you're wanting to go for the actual driving experience, then go for the manual. Um, yeah, I've been, I'm really excited about these cars. I saw them whenever they were prototypes and they were great cars. Um, and that also puts me on to the next car on the list, which is another Cadillac. It is the CT4V Blackwing. Now this is basically the ATS of what we're getting today. So the CT4V Blackwing, it comes with a 3.0 or 3.6 twin turbo pushing around 400 horsepower, which is really, really good. And from what I am hearing is that the CT4V Blackwing can either come in a rear wheel drive or an all wheel drive package. Personally, I would go for the all wheel drive package just because if I wanted something fun that I can also drive in the snow, I would go for that. Um, so the next car I have on my list is it's another alpha, but it's not like the GTV we have on number three. So the Alfa Romeo Giulia GTAM. So the reason why they call it the GTAM is because you can't really say what the other one used to be. It was Alfa Romeo Giulia Quadrofulgio. Um, but I feel like GTAM is kind of a, it's an easier thing to say whenever it comes to it. Um, so it comes with the GTA comes with 505 horsepower, or if you get the GTAM comes with 540 horsepower. Now, the reason why this is really good is because they're super light. You get about 6.2 pounds of Alfa Romeo per horsepower which is just ridiculous. And, you know, that's that's supercar numbers right there, which I think that's why this is gonna be a rather good car. Um, it goes zero to 16, about 3.6 seconds, which is, you know, it's not the fastest zero to 60 time in the world, but with what you're getting out of the car, it's all about the experience whenever it comes to it. Um, and that's about all I have for that car. The next car I have now is the Lexus LC500 convertible. Now this thing is pretty cool. They've had the LC500 in their lineup for about two or three years now. And uh, that was supposed to be the replacement to the LFA. But to me, nothing can really replace the LFA, but this is the next best thing we can get out of it. Uh, it comes with a five liter V8 pushing 471 horsepower. And it goes zero to 60 in the mid four seconds. Um, with this one, I feel like the price tag would be 
I don't know what the price of these would be, but I feel like you would not be getting as much bang for your buck with this car as you would say the Alfa Romeo or the CT5 or the Audi e-tron. You know, I don't think you really would be getting as much bang for your buck with this one as those other cars. Um, the next car that I have on my list, a lot of you Dodge guys are going to like this. It is the Dodge Charger SRT Hellcat Red Eye. Now, this came out earlier this year, and uh, it's it's one of those gas-guzzling V8s that everybody loves. You know, it's got 797 horsepower and is capable of going over $200,000, or my bad, 200 mile an hour. Uh, they run about $85,000, which is not, you know, it's not too pricey. You're getting more horsepower than the CT5V Blackwing, but that is something, in my opinion, Dodge Charger Hellcats, they are something that if you just want to go beat the dinosaurs of the 60s and 70s muscle cars, that's what you get. You don't really go for luxury. You don't go for technology whenever the, you get the Hellcat. You go for just brute force and, you know, the old style V8 supercharged technology that we've had, that we had back in the 60s and 70s. Uh, but it's still a rather good car. It, it has a 10.6 quarter mile, which is really good for a production car. Um, and that's about all I have for that one. The next car I have is the last car on my list. And then I've got an honorable mention after this. But the next one is the BMW, I'm sorry, the Toyota GR Supra. Now these souped up Z4s, I mean Supras, they're run pretty good. They only run about 42 grand, which is pretty cheap for a lot of the cars you get on this. But that's only for the 255 horsepower, the 2 liter turbo one. Uh, that's for the stock Supra. I'm not sure how much the GR Supras are costing. I'm pretty sure they're costing around 60 or 70 grand. Those things have about 382 horsepower, so that's still pretty good. Um, I know when these first came out, when they first came out with the concept for this car, um, not a lot of people liked it because it looked like the BMW. That's why I kind of made that joke earlier. But... The more I've been seeing them on the streets, the more it's kind of grown on me a little bit more. Uh, and I feel like it's doing the same for everybody else too. Just to have that Supra back in the Toyota lineup uh, just is what really is making people happy right now. And it's making me happy too. It's showing me that they're bringing the old cars back. You know, they're not... You had Mitsubishi who came out with the Eclipse, which was a crossover, which was just an absolute nightmare. You got... The, you've got Ford coming out with the Mustang electric, which to me, I think they should have stuck with the five liter V8s and those things. Those things are, those are really, really good cars, but I really think they should have steered away towards or steered away from the electric cars. But you got Toyota who knew that if they brought back the Supra, they wanted to bring it back in a positive way. And I feel like that's what they did with this car. Um, so I have an honorable mention. The honorable mention that I'm going to say is it's not out yet, but it is a concept that has came out this year. It is the Lamborghini Countach. Now, I'm not sure. I don't know a whole lot about these. These are supposed to replace the Hurricanes. Um, and I hope they do 
I hope they do well. I, when I was a kid, I loved Lamborghini Countach. Um, but whenever they got rid of them, I just, you know, you never see those cars. And the fact that they're bringing it back, just like what Toyota did with the Supra, is a really, really good thing. And, um, yeah, there are a lot of other cars that have came out this year that I haven't mentioned on here. Um, and if you guys have any suggestions, feel free to let me know. You guys can hit me up on Facebook. You guys can add comments to the podcasts. And uh, I can either add them to this list and go over them sometime next week. Or I can go over them at another episode whenever I actually have somebody in here with me. And I go over all these different cars. I go over what cars they have. And, uh, you know, we'll get other people's opinions on these. Now, I do have a few shout outs today. Um, The first episode, I've I've made three separate posts about the podcast and I've got a lot of good comments on them and a lot of people DMing me, you know, giving me, giving me positive stuff about it. Um, And the first shout out that I would like to give to is, uh, I'm sorry, let me try to find it again. I had it on it not too long ago. I had it on my phone not too long ago, but I wanted to actually be focused So the first one that I'm going to give out to, his name is Nick Collier. He commented, just followed on Spotify. This has some serious potential to be awesome. Good luck, man. I'll be listening. Thank you very much, man. I do appreciate it. I've seen your 370 before, um, and I love the way it looks. I love the setup that you have, and I would love to have you on the podcast here soon. Um, The second one that I'd like to give a shout out to is Dennis Smith. He commented, just followed. I believe it's going to be good content. I never really listened to a podcast, so I guess I'll start now. You should start coming to some drift events. Now, he personally messaged me as well, telling me about drift events that he goes to and everything. He he has added me onto a page that has all the events that are going on. So thank you, man. I do appreciate it. I love your car. You know, I hope to see you. I hope to have you in here pretty soon. Your your Beamer is a nice looking Beamer. Um, he's got a older three series, which is really really cool. You don't really see those a lot, and you don't see them. You don't see them as drift cars, really as much. Um, which I think they're going to be. I think those are highly slept on cars. Um, the third one I'm going to give my shout out to is just listen to the first episode. It's going to be from Morgan Moss. My apologies. It says, just listen to the first episode. Love what you're doing. Definitely had to drop a follow. Thank you very much, man. I do appreciate it. Uh, I've seen pictures of your El Camino. And man, I tell you, that is one nice El Camino that you got. Um, I love what you're doing with it. And uh, hopefully... I can get you on the podcast as well here soon. Get a couple, have a couple questions for you and get to know you a little bit more. Now I'm going to go on to my personal messages. And uh, the next one I'm going to give a shout out to is a man named Cameron Curry. Now he followed me and he messaged me and said he would love to be a guest. And he actually sent me some of his rides. He's got a really nice 3000 GT 
He's got a really nice G body that is, it looks supreme. And then he's also got personally one of my favorite cars. It is the Trailblazer SS. Um, these things are so slept on. These things are incredible cars, especially with the six liter that they have in them. If you boost those, those have amazing power and not a lot of people, I don't see them a lot every day. So, you know, those are definitely some great cars. Um, now the last one I'm going to give a shout out to is he's actually a photographer. Um, we talked a little bit. He, his name is John Lloyd. He's a photographer for, he's a automotive photographer. Um, he sent me some of his pictures. He, his pictures look amazing. He sent me some of the events that he's went to, you know, they look great. Um, He's working on a Civic right now. Um, those things are highly slept on too. I really do like the slip. I really do like the Civics. Um, I'll tell you what, buddy. As long as you don't cut off the exhaust and start revving it at three o'clock in the morning, I'd be completely fine with it. Um, and that's all the shoutouts I have. If you guys want to get a hold of me, I don't have any events for you guys right now. But if you guys want to get a hold of me, let me know what events are going on. Um, if you guys want to be on the show, feel free to hit me up. Uh, you guys can find me on Indie Underground 3.0, um, or you guys can personally message me, Brandon Bilby. Um, yeah, that is the end of the podcast today. Thank you very much to li- for listening, guys, and I hope you guys have a good night.